This is G Freedom Team, and you are listening to Plug and Roll. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. Central USA Time, 9 p.m. Central European Time, here on progrock.com. Your ticket to the best progressive rock.
Good morning or good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to tonight's 70s special prog and roll. Or should I say uh, prog and roll 70s party? Okay. <laughs> Both will be fine, I think. Um, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago, we did the first part of uh, the 70s special show, and now it's time for the second and final one. So, prepare a drink and enjoy the music. And this time I'm not going to say uh, sit back and relax because... I think that now it's not time to relax exactly. Now it's time, you know, to raise the volume and entertain yourself and perhaps the neighbors as well. Sonia, uh, prepare the donuts and wait for the police to arrive at your door, right? Come on, raise the volume.
Hello everybody and welcome to our show once more. Tonight we'll present the second part of the 70s special, which means that you are going to listen to some very famous bands from the 70s. But there is also a chance that some of our choices might actually surprise you. Um, tonight's playlist has nothing in common with the uh, first part, which we presented two weeks ago because uh, all the bands and artists are different. Also, have in mind that this is not just a 70s special radio show, but more of a 70s party, as George said before. Most of the songs are powerful, upbeat, jolly, you name it. So, feel free to get up, dance, jump, headbang, drink, laugh, as you feel go 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 with the flow so <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen welcome to prog and rolls 70s party yeah you have some time for the party because uh tonight so will be um divided into three parts and uh, during the first two parts we're going to play all this nice stuff that Michal just said <laughs> but at the last part things will slow down enough because we're going to change uh, the style of music and um I think it will be amazing. The part is seriously amazing, but it's more soft. So, the first hour, the first 70 minutes, it's kind of a party. Then, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, yeah, since we are here, gathered up slowly, slowly, and people coming and going, let me say a welcome to you, starting from Alexis from Lion Skies. Bonjour, Alexis. And then we have Austin, who is listening from space, as usual. And we can brag, you know, it's lovely. Good evening, or good morning, or good evening, Austin. We are, you know, very happy we can brag. We have listeners from space. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool, I think. And Ben with Emily, good evening, guys. And uh, Dennis from Oklahoma, good morning, I guess, Dennis. Thank you very much. And Doc Dave, who is listening from mobile because he's driving. Uh, he's on the way to Nova Scotia, I think. Uh, Drive safe, Doc, please, okay? And then, bonsoir, Pat. Uh, he's listening from uh, England for some reason, although he's French, as you know. And then we have Fatma. Hello, merhaba, Fatma, hoş geldin. Merhaba, Fatma. And then, uh, John C., many people are seen here. I don't know who is uh, right now listening because there are many people active, but I'm not sure since they are not on the chat box. And then, uh, Michael, good evening, Michael. And um, Nikki and Niles, hello guys, morning and good evening. <laughs> <laughs> and Fagos from Paris, bonjour, Fagos. Bonsoir. Uh, bonsoir, yes, bonsoir, <laughs> sorry. And Sarah from uh, Southampton, good evening, Sarah. And then Sonia from Germany. Guten Abend. Sonia, prepare some donuts, okay? <laughs> the police is on the way, be sure about that. <laughs> Susie from England, good evening, Sonia, uh, Susie. And uh, actually, Everybody, thank you all for being here tonight. I hope you're going to enjoy it. And for those who, who tuned in uh, with a small delay, I should say that we opened our show with Black Sabbath in uh, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, followed by Judas Priest with a very good cover version of Better You, Better Than Me. Uh, you know, um, during the last season, uh, I think it was summer, when we did the show with Chuck together, if you remember, Uh, we presented some uh, of our beloved live albums and Chuck mentioned that there is one band that you should listen actually only live and this band is no other than this one.
So, as George said before, tonight's show is going to be divided into three parts. The first one being the noisiest one. And then we will continue with the rather classic rock part and we will close our show with the prog slash folk part, which is actually, the, the whole thing is more or less like we did uh, the first time, during the first uh, show of the 70s, with the only uh, difference that uh, this time we're going to have some folk, which we didn't have first time. <laughs> and after Black Sabbath, Judas Priest and <laughs> we will continue uh, and actually conclude this first part with a famous band from the land down under that you all know very, very well. So this is the powerful Whole Letter Rosie by ACDC taken from the band's fourth studio album Let There Be Rock. Tell you a story About a woman I know I come loving She steals the show She ain't exactly pretty Ain't exactly small Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six You can say she got it Ain't no thing to start it Ain't no skin to 
This is Jargon and this is Laptop from Verbal Delirium Band and you are listening to Prog and Roll Radio Show with G Freedom Team. So, once more, good evening or good morning, everybody. Welcome to tonight's 70th special Prog and Roll. A very big thanks for being here uh, today or tonight. We hope that you go enjoy the music we prepared to play for you. So the first and rather noisy part uh, is finished and now it just entered the second part of uh, the show, which is going to be rather upbeat, but not as noisy and powerful as the previous one, you know. Okay, let's begin um, with a song that I like very, very much and I'm pretty sure that uh, the majority here knows it, or I hope so at least. Well, the next band or, you know, project, if you will, It has a rather short history uh, because they were formed in 1976 as a trio, released their one and only album in 1977 and then broke up in 1978. So we will open the second part with Pace Ashton Lord in Ghost Story, taken, taken from their one album, which I love the title of, by the way. Yes, it's lovely. Uh, it's lovely, you know, Malice in Wonderland. Yes, I know. Yeah, and uh, I believe that you now have to raise the volume. Come on. <laughs> Mama 
After, you know, the song Ghost Story we just heard, and uh, we'll open a small parenthesis for a while and take a look at a couple of rock musicals or rock operas, if you like, starting with Hair. Or, like, Hair, the American tribal love rock musical. Yeah. <laughs> As it was, it's uh, full title. Uh, it's a rock musical with a um, book and lyrics by Jerome Ragney and uh, James Rado, and music by Gelt McDermott. Uh, the work reflects the creator's observations of the hippie counterculture and uh, sexual revolution of the late 1960s, and several of its songs became anthems for the anti-Vietnam War peace movement. Uh, after thousands of performances in uh, Broadway, uh, West End and other places, it finally became a movie in 1979. And from the movie's original soundtrack, we will now play the album's opening song, which happens to be one of the most famous ones. And it also happens to have one of the greatest bass lines I ever heard together with uh, the previous song. Enjoy!
And now for something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> well, not exactly. Well, and, um, although, it's very unique by its nature, the next one. we are very close to Halloween and then we have uh, Christmas, the, the, the sure thing is that we have nothing to do with Easter yet. Yes, exactly. Very yeah. far from this <laughs> but what can I do? Well, okay. All right. So, um, Jesus Christ Superstar was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. But because they couldn't find the money for a stage production, they decided to release it as a concept album. The big success of the album led the show on Broadway, where it was debuted on stage in 1971. By 1980, the musical had grossed more than $237 million worldwide, running for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, and yeah, running for over eight years in London between 1972 and 1980. And it held the uh, record for longest running West End musical before it was overtaken by Cats in 1989. Based on the success of the concept album and its theatrical version in 1973, Jesus Christ Superstar became a movie with a totally different cast and the only exception here would be Yvonne Elliman who was uh, Mary Magdalene in the concept album, the Broadway musical and the movie. Well, she had an amazing yes, voice, so I guess. Yeah, 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 I guess that's, that makes sense. But, you know, uh, we know that most probably uh, most of you will disagree. You know, <laughs> know the reason for, for that, but I will tell you later. <laughs> but speaking at least for ourselves, we have to say that we are great fans of the movie version of Jesus Christ Superstar and not the concept album or the Broadway version. Please don't crucify us like we did. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very fitting since you know we are in that concept but don't <laughs> and um, yeah for that reason we decided to play a song from the uh, movie soundtrack so here is Herod, uh, King Herod's song if you are the Christ yes the great Jesus Christ boom 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 <laughs> <laughs> with a wonderful performance of Mike Dabo uh, in the role of King Herod Okay, this is totally useless information. Um, I don't know how many of you know about it, but Mike Dabo was the lead vocalist for Manfred Mann's Earth Band from 1966 to 1969. And as I mentioned before, I know uh, that some of you will disagree with us because um, perhaps you prefer the concert album or the Broadway musical because of Ian Gillan in The Lord of Christ, but I don't at all, I'm sorry. Uh, seriously, he's the guy who tries to sing like a woman in uh, Manfred Mann's Earth Band? No, no, this is that him? You know? yeah. Let's go, let's go. This is a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> Charleston, actually. Jesus, I am overjoyed to meet you face to face. You've been getting quite a name all around the place healing cripples raising from the dead now i understand your god at least that's what you've said so you are the christ you're the great jesus christ that you're divine change my water into wine that's all you need to then i'll know it's all true come on king of the jews jesus you just won't believe the hit you've made around here you are all we 
talk about you're the wonder of the year. Oh, what a pity if it's all a lie. Still, I'm sure that you can rock the cynics if you try. So if you are the Christ, yes, the great Jesus Christ, prove to me that you're no fool. Walk across my swimming pool. If you do that for me, then I'll let you go free. Come on, king of the Jews. you where you are. Oh, ho, ho. I am waiting. Yes, I'm a captive fan. I'm dying to be shown that you are not just any man. So if you are the Christ, yes, the great Jesus Christ, feed my household with this bread. You can do it on your head. Uh, or has something gone wrong? Jesus, why do you take so long? Ah, uh, come on, king of the Jews. Aren't you scared of me, Christ, Mr. Wonderful Christ? You're a joke. You're not the Lord. You are nothing but a fraud. Take him away. He's got nothing to say. Get out, you king of the... Get out, king of the... Oh, get out, you king of the Jews. Okay, um, we can make some mistakes from time to time. We're not as, you know, uh, detailed as you guys, but especially Dave, <laughs> who's all the time has something to say and throw us out. <laughs> anyway, this was uh, the beautiful King Herod song. And uh, we will mention one more rock opera, play a song from it, and then we will change the style completely and uh, dive into more commercial and famous stuff, let's say. Well... The Butterfly Ball and the Grasshopper Feast is a concept album. I mean, what else? <laughs> <laughs> and the subsequent live rock opera written by Roger Glover. It appeared in 1974 and 1975, respectively, and was based on the children's poem of a similar title. Uh, the original version of the album was released on November 1974 and included lots of musicians and singers as guests. Well, perhaps the most notable ones being Ronnie James Dio, David Coverdale, and Glenn Hughes. Almost one year after the album's release, a one-off performance at the Royal Albert Hall took place, and again, it had a star-studded cast of rock musicians and singers. But there was a big difference, which was the participation of Ian Gillan, who was drafted in at the last minute to replace Ronnie James Dio, who was unavailable due uh, to Rainbow. Had a, I think a tour with Rainbow, I think. So, if you find the album with Dio singing in it, have in mind that this is the original recording, because the one with Ian Gillan is the live recording from the Royal Albert Hall. And this is the beautiful Love Is All.
Okay, now we will close the parenthesis we opened before with the rock operas and rock musicals and we'll make a turn into more commercial and perhaps more popular songs. And next comes a pop song written in 1962 by Jerry Goffin and Carole King. The song is especially notable for making three different appearances in the American Top 3, each in a different decade. In 1962, Little Eva's version reached at number one. In 1974, Grand Funk Railroad's version also reached again at number one. And in 1988, Kylie Minogue's version reached at number three. So since tonight's program role is named 70s Special, you can understand which version we are going to play. In 1970, the J. Giles Band released a very good self-titled album, uh, which was praised by many music critics and magazines of the time. For example, the American rock magazine Cream 
wrote, it could be called blues, it could, could be called rhythm and blues, it could be called rock and roll. I prefer to call it good energetic music and leave it at that. One of the album songs, uh, and a personal favorite actually, was Homework, which I'm going to play now from a powerful live version taken from the album Full House that was released in 1972. some interesting bits of information. The term AOR means album-oriented radio. It's an FM radio format created in the United States in the late 1960s, and it focuses on the full repertoire of classic rock albums. AOR was characterized by a layered sound and sophisticated production with considerable dependence on melodic hooks. The AOR format achieved tremendous popularity from the late 1960s to the early 1980s through research and formal programming. Some famous AOR bands that you probably know very well were Journey, Ario, Speedwagon, Toto, Cheap Trick, and of course, Foreigner. 
And speaking of uh, foreigner and um, cheap trick, well, where is Chuck when you need him, right?
And the uh, final song of the second part is a, a personal favorite. So I am guessing that's how it made its way into our <laughs> playlist. Am I right, George? <laughs> Absolutely right. And to be honest, um, I was torn between adding a song by David Bowie's Ziggy Era, which I love actually, with both love, yeah. or Virginia Plain by Roxy Music. And after a couple of tries, you know, uh, back and forth, I decided to go with the second choice. du rock progressif. Every Sunday, tune in for Prog and Roll, your progressive rock show, presented by the G Freedom team, George and Nihal. On progrock.com, your ticket to the best progressive rock.
And after this very sweet <laughs> uh, <laughs> message from uh, Nine Skies with an amazing French accent, which I love actually, uh, we just ended. Ah, with... you're a silly tornip. <laughs> 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 we just ended the third and final part of our show, and now we'll change the music style once more. But before anything else, I would like to inform you that uh, on next Sunday, not only we're going to change the hour here in Greece, and I don't know about you uh, in England or USA or Canada or other places of the world, but here the, the, change, uh, the hour will change next week and it's going to be the usual mess that happens all the time. Uh, but further than that... Um, Next Sunday, we'll have on our chat box the members of the English band I.O. Earth and present their new album, Sanctuary. Mind you, I.O. Earth is not a typical prog-rock band. They have a rather personal, modern style and sound, kind of electronic, and uh, for that reason, we believe that it will be something different than usual and definitely interesting. So, we hope to see you here once more. Thank you. We will begin this last and once more different part with the English folk rock band Still I Span in a song that we both like very much, but it comes with a risk. <laughs> <laughs> once you heard it, you cannot stop repeating it. Yes, true, that's true. <laughs> it, it sticks in your mind like a bubble gum. You know? Yeah, exactly. And by the way, do you have any idea about the story of Alison Groves? Well, this is a nice thing. Alison Gross is a Scottish traditional ballad written in uh, 1783 or shortly after that and tells the story of the ugliest witch in the North Country who tries to persuade a man to become her lover and then punish him by transformation. I don't know if by North Country they mean, um, you know, Diamond Dave's place, but since they are Scottish, I think they, they mean very, very North. Well, then it should be Alison Gross. <laughs> I guess. Show me a mantle of red scarlet 
She showed me a shirt of this softer silk Well wrought with pearls about their band Saying if you will be my lover So true this goodly gift you shall command She's turned her three times round and round She's muttered such words till my strength it did fail And she's turned me into an ugly one But was she really Agiswish in North Korea? <laughs> Tune's week to Prog and Roll to find out about the grand mystery that surrounds Alison Gross, the ugliest witch in the North Country. Was she gross? Was she witch? What was she? Or was she simply misunderstood? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> 
Okay. This was uh, still I spun uh, in Alison Gross. It's a, it's a song that I love. I mean, I, every time I hear the song, I laugh. And, and the problem is that um, the refrain, because they keep saying it on and on and on, and it sticks to your mind like a bubble gum. And it's really annoying from point and on, you know. Anyway, let's continue with uh, Jethro Tull, of course. In the beautiful Velvet Green, taken from the album Songs from the Good, which is one of my most beloved albums by them.
There's a lot of love just lost Did we live the life that lets a lot interrupt us? On golden daffodils that catch a silver screen That washes out the wild oats in our velvet green Civilizations raging apart, and the ragged diamond breaks on your metal skies as you walk on cold and alone upon the green. Message for Diamond Dave. Please leave the room immediately. Go to the kitchen, prepare yourself a drink, and come back after three minutes and twenty seconds exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not sure if it was Dave who didn't like. Yeah, he was. Okay, all right. He is. <laughs> he, he does. Okay, okay, okay. So well, here's the thing. We heard a song about a witch. We heard a song about the woods. You know? Yeah. So we're going to bring these two together now because in 1970, Strobes released their third studio album from the Witchwood. <laughs> 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 we have a problem tonight, but anyway. With witches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, it was their only album that featured Rick Wakeman as a member of the band. And uh, further than this album, Rick Wakeman participated as a guest musician in the albums Dragonfly and Nomadness. 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 Nomadness, no. Choice. 
Okay, this was Strobes and the beautiful Witchwood. And uh, welcome, Chuck. Thank you very much for being here. I, I'm sorry, but you missed a couple of songs that uh, I'm sure that you would appreciate a lot. We played before, but uh, so now we're stuck with the folk rock prog, uh, you know, uh, part. Um, personal note here, speaking for myself, I really like the first five, uh, five albums of Caravan, but uh, I think that's it. So in case you are interested about this band, in my opinion, you have to pick any of the first five albums and you will be okay. Up on a hilltop far from the city overlooking a stream I heard a sound, it made me look round I looked back where I had just been just behind the ledge There was a man, he leapt to and fro Tipping away at a hedge Suddenly I heard a ringing, singing But he was nowhere to be seen Pulling my trousers up to my knees I waited
then this is a message for Chuck. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really sorry that you uh, missed something that you could appreciate, like, for example, Jay Gale's band or Foreigner or even Chip Trick. But no worries, you are here now and you are here just in time for your beloved Peter Hamill. So I think that equals everything, right, Chuck? <laughs> and, um, so, like, you know, this was Caravan Hello, Hello, and uh, I'll continue with Peter Hamill who in 1971 released his debut solo album, Fool's Mate. The musicians that participated in um, this album are his three bandmates from Van der Graaf Generator, together with Robert Fripp, of King Crimson, of course, plus uh, two or three more. Peter Hamill's solo discography is a kind of chaotic and includes almost 40 studio albums. But uh, no worries, in case you are interested, you know, for a starting point, I definitely recommend the albums Fools Mate from 1971, Moreover The Silent Corner and The Empty Stage from 1974, and Nadir's Big Chance from 1975.
Two weeks ago, um, I guess you remember, we did the first part of this seven special program row, and I remember Pat keeps saying on and on and on and on during the, the final part, the, the third part, um, are you going to play any yes? Are you going to play any yes? You forgot to play yes and stuff like that. So... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In 1974, Yes released their seventh studio album, Relayer. The original version included only three songs because half of the album included 22 minute long The Gates of Delirium. Uh, the song is loosely based on the 1869 novel uh, War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy, which originated from a musical idea of John Anderson that depicted a battle. The final session, entitled Soon, is a gentle, soothing prayer for peace and hope and was also released as a single, which actually makes a lot of sense and is very befitting to our days.
after the beautiful uh, Soon by Yes, which is a song I really, really love, and I think it suits the situations we're living in perfectly. Um, I would like to say that we have only two songs left, and at this point, also welcome Ken Bear in our company. Uh, better late than never, we say here in Greece, Ken, so thank you very much for being here. As I said, uh, we've got only two songs left, and now we'll play one of my most beloved songs by Camel, taken from the best, in my opinion, album. The album is Moon Madness and the song is a beautiful Airborne.
Okay, this beautiful Airborne by Camel, and um, at this point I think we reached at the end of tonight's 70 special rock and roll. We hope that you enjoyed the music and the show in general, and of course, thank you all for being here once more. We renew our early appointment for next Sunday, the 29th of October, with one more special rock and roll, but um, you should know that next uh, Sunday we're changing the hour here in Greece so that means you're gonna be a mess as usual <laughs> I'm counting on Doc Dave's wonderful posters uh, last last year he made um, a very very nice detailed poster uh, about which time is in every time zone I think uh, he's going to do the same this time uh, in any case we'll keep you informed during the week so you will know what time rock and roll will begin in your place <laughs> And it's a really pretty because next week we're going to have um, guests and I think that's going to be very interesting and you shouldn't miss it. Anyway, thank you so, so much, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. And indeed, allow me to uh, remind everyone once more that next Sunday we will have on our chat box the member of I.O. Earth and we will present their new album, Sanctuary. Uh, rest assured that it will be a show that is worthy of interest, at least from a musical point of view. So we hope to see you here once more. And now it's time for the epic, right? Right. Okay, well, tonight's epic is the beautiful 12-minute-long Shadow of the Hierophant, which was written by Mike Rutherford and included in Steve Hackett's debut solo album, Voyage of the Acolyte. Goodbye, everybody. Have a fantastic week ahead and thank you very much.